Well, I can see you boys aren't like the usual hooligans hanging around here. Like these two fellas, uh, Buff, Code, and Beaver. <laughs> Buttholes, welcome in to another edition of Buff Coat and Beaver, a Beavis and Butthead podcast. I'm Clay Cunningham, joined as always by Adam Kurtz. Uh, I have a bit here. I don't have much energy, but uh, I hope the quality of the writing uh, makes up for my my lack of delivery. Um, uh, listeners who've noticed my boisterous on-air persona may be surprised to learn that I once suffered from shyness so severe I was forced to repeat kindergarten. It's true. In fact, it got so bad, my teacher, Mrs. Hensman, actually called my parents and told them, I think your boy may need to leave the classroom and join the band Kajagoogoo. I'm telling you, he's simply too shy. Now that's my kind of bit right there, baby. Okay, well, it's, uh... <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. Get a little closer. Get a little closer. You make the lead singer yeah. of Kajagoogoo. Um, is his last name Kajagoogoo? It's one name, and it's Lamal. He also sang the never-ending story theme, so. That's, man, even, I, I'm always impressed that you can just whip up these facts for the videos. It's it's just, you're a machine. Like, I don't even think you do even research. You just know your shit. I, dude, I, certain 80s things I know. Spanish, math, uh, anything else? Nope. 80s music trivia, yes. Well, that's, uh, that's, all that shit's useless anyway, but, um. Anyway, yes, we're back. It's another week of uh, Beavis and Butthead discussions. Uh, this week, uh, I don't have it open. I believe I'm sorry, it's a... i got to interrupt you. We've, I've got to summon all the butt nuggets I can to get you loaded up and locked into this episode. The energy, come on. We can do it. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. You can't see me. I did, I did the, the Razor Ramon Scott Hall. This week, uh, we're talking episodes where... One of them is in danger, and the other doesn't do anything to help them. Something like that. We're talking about choke and blood pressure. It's uh, uh, death defiance, all that stuff. Um, yeah, let's talk. Adam, are you good to go? Dude, I've never been more ready to carry your ass through something than oh, I am well, right uh, now. Well, you, you might have to, but I, I, I'm glad you're starting it off, so maybe it'll, it'll wear on me. Slap to the face, choke! Air. Whoa. November 2nd, 1994. It was written by Larry Doyle, Christopher Brown, and Mike Judge. It was directed by Mike Judge. Uh, the synopsis is as follows. Beavis must save Butthead after he chokes on a chicken nugget. Adam, take the lead. What do you got to say about choke? <laughs> All this talking about slapping and choking here. You need to... Hopefully this is marked NSFW. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm starting off hot, Gary. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Hey, Go! Um, choke. They start off by watching a British show, which is Benny, I'm guessing based on Benny Hill, where um, he's doing this bit about, you know, the Dutch boy who stuck his finger in the dike, except yeah. Benny Hill's gotten confused and stuck his fingers in his bum. I got me fingers stuck in me bum. Um, I really like this because <laughs> Beavis and Butthead laugh when he says that. Then he kind of explains something else that they don't get. They don't laugh at all. And then he goes, 
but I got yeah. my finger stuck in my bomb. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, it was it was the the Dutch boy down by the dike, which uh, um, I. I guess I don't know that they knew about this, but my first thing, I thought the horror. I mean, I guess I looked it up. Yeah, the Dutch boy. I guess there's an old fable about him plugging a dike with his finger. So I actually drew parallels to. Uh, are you familiar with the story of Jimmy Savile? Uh, yeah, isn't that the dude who's like a uh, well-known kids? He, he, he was. Yeah, he he was a huge like children's show uh, host in Britain for a long time. Turned out to be a rather uh, heinous pedophile, which, um, well, I'm, I guess that's probably implied. The heinous part, I mean, yeah, yeah, not not to confuse him with the you know honorable pedofo- pedophiles, but uh, no, he was. I think it was after his death he was revealed. I don't know if there were rumors about him before, or they were, but I, I, or if that was just a Dutch like making reference to that Dutch boy. But uh, yeah, that's kind of what I thought about. But eh, I don't know if that was the show's intention or not. Yeah, everything I gathered, it was uh, a Benny Hill-esque, so yeah. I'll say... Good voice work, though. That just <laughs> <laughs> I never should have listened to that little Dutch boy down by the dike. <laughs> it was really good Boy. Uh, <laughs> so when watching this, though, uh, Butthead and uh, Beavis are, are downing some chicken and bits nuggets. Chick in uh, bits. Yes, yeah. chi- yes. Not to be confused with chicken and biscuits a bob kurtz classic the crackers but a uh, butthead is choking on a chicken nugget and beavis barely acknowledges him like in any regard he kind of just like uh, uh, what do you want i don't like this game stuff like that mm-hmm. um butthead i'm surprised suggested to call 911 i feel like there's been previous episodes where they've not known that number so maybe I'm in... Oh, there, there absolutely have been, yes. <laughs> so uh, maybe Butthead has learned. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he learned uh, 911, and he calls it himself because Beavis brings the phone over upside down. Uh, Butthead calls it. At this point, though, he has to hand the phone over to Beavis. He's turning purple. Um, the dispatcher asks Beavis if he's Heimlicked the victim, of course, which he twists into licked... <laughs> no, I haven't licked his rectum. Uh, <laughs> but I kind of, I point out too. But he also eventually makes reference. He says like, "Yeah, but one time uh, we were playing Truth or Dare. What the hell was that Truth or Dare game? <laughs> I mean, was it? I mean, you wouldn't. You don't get what you don't imagine like rim job scenarios on Beavis and Butthead. But what the hell were they doing? Uh, I don't know. The imagine imaginations wander there. Um, so Beavis has to, the lady on the phone, the dispatcher just says, like, go find some, uh, every, everybody knows the Heimlich, there's posters everywhere, so Beavis goes to look for one. As he goes to look for him, he gets distracted by a loose dog poop <laughs> um, <laughs> and a bug, but he does keep remember that uh, Butthead is choking, so that, that mm-hmm. thought bubble keeps popping up in his head. But he keeps also thinking about nachos, in which he goes and gets first. We haven't had a Stewart appearance in a while, so Stewart shows up and uh, wants some of the nachos, which Beavis makes him pay a dollar for. Uh, but then, he re- again, he remembers Butthead. He brings home, though, the employee's must-wash-hands-before-going-back-to-work sign. Uh, as he's walking in the house, he steps on uh, Butthead's stomach, freeing the nugget, and 
you see where this is going from a hundred miles away, but still yeah. picks up the uh, picks up the nugget. Beavis does now and chokes mm-hmm. on the, the same, chicken. The chick, the chicken bit. Yes, the same bit that uh, Butthead was choking on. Cue the heavy metal music in the episode of fades away. So yeah, a pretty good one there. As uh, man, the shades of red and purple that uh, Butthead was changing. I really liked where Butthead went back to the couch when Beavis was gone, and he was still watching TV, and he actually tried to eat another nugget with his airway completely clogged. Yes. And it also it also managed to point out that, that uh, this sucks, like, talking about the show. Um, I, also, like, I know a lot of people seem to really like this episode, and um, before I upset them, I'll start with what I like. There's a lot to like about this one. Yeah, the finger stuck in me bum thing. Uh, I thought my hot, the, my favorite part was um, when he was butthead was trying to like pantomime what was going on. He's like, "You're choking," and it, with chick, like, he's telling him choking on chicken, and he points it. And then Beavis is like, "You're you're choking your chicken," and like he starts to laugh. And butthead, even though he can't breathe. Manages to co- compose himself enough to laugh, <laughs> like through, like through uh, this the, his suffocation. Um, I also like he manages to argue. Yeah, you're cl- like Beavis says, you're closer to the phone. You do it, and then Butthead's like, you're closer, dumbass. <laughs> and um, and yeah, you also mentioned too, like the color. That's that's great animation work because yeah, uh, Beav- uh, Butthead when he's choking, he starts out normal turns purple into dark purple to straight up white like he looks like a corpse and then uh yeah but once you know beavis dislodges the uh the chicken bit um we see the same color sequence in reverse it's really well done and um so yeah all that stuff but all that said i kind of hate this episode and it's not it's well it's it's a different one not because it's bad it's not bad at all I cannot stand watching someone choke. Oh. Which is evidenced by the fact that I've probably watched this episode three times, I guess. But this one, uh, it's it's always like like hand, hands over the, uh, the eyes, like watching through the fingers. It's just... And, um, You've choked just, yourself I, a little bit, too, though, right? Didn't you? you were... Oh, yes. I, I, I'm getting into it. Yes, I do have some, uh, like, esophagus issues. Um <laughs> That kind of pop up every now and then, just like stuff kind of gets stuck. I mean, there was an instance at a uh, Texas Roadhouse where I had to do the bulimia trick to get something out. There's a, another instance last Christmas that involved ribs and Mountain Dew that eventually found its way out of my nostrils. <laughs> so a lot of unpleasantness. Um, so, but even without that, I still like. There's few things in life I hate more than just that instant realization where something's down your esophagus just like oh this needed another bite like <laughs> it's it's a feel like so when i say i hate it it's not because it's not a good episode objectively it is it is solid like for all the things i've watched it's so hard for me to watch and it's just kind of like one of those weird how everybody just has their own like i guess like trigger points like what were you triggered pussy that's <laughs> That's the audience. I I don't fucking know. That's I, there. That, there's the energy I needed for the the opening bit. But like, because it just occurred to me, there is an episode of this show 
where they spend roughly 90% of the runtime drenched in raw sewage. And that's, that's my funny. that's my second favorite episode of the show. But this one, this this choking one, I just it, I, yeah. I think in general, when I when I ever I've choked, it's like why not? Why aren't you chewing your food? You know, you take like yeah. one or two. Uh, you get that kind of. Have you ever done it on uh, mozzarella cheese or just cheese in general, where you kind of have to like it's halfway down, but <laughs> oh, and it's, and it's hot. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Are, what are you um, doing? And I oh I my, I still have a vivid one of like being at a high school tennis match when I used to be a sports writer, and I mean just literally an esophagus sized piece of soft pretzel, like in the middle of it. And you know tennis they don't like noise, and eventually I got it out like during the and just like like and everybody was looking at me. So uh, you know it's this one's going into know. horror story territory more than we normally do but yeah it's uh yeah i've got a i've got a story about my old man uh that i i don't know if i'll tell the whole thing here but man, he made a scene and just uh pretended like nothing ever happened and it happened at a golden mm-hmm. corral so i'll leave it at that but it's it's funny I, when people don't die <laughs> yeah oh yes yes absolutely and uh and there's funny stuff here with butthead not dying so Maybe hate's too strong a word, but it's it's a tough episode for it me to watch. It makes you uncomfortable. Yes, yes, it's it, it it's uh, it's just one of those yeah things I have a reaction to. But what were our reaction to the music videos, Adam Threefer? As a lot of them are, we have Judge the Hot Fudge by The Digits, Close My Eyes Forever by Lita Ford and Ozzy Osbourne, and Ego Trippin' Part Two by De La Soul. Adam, what have you got? Um, I think we should refer to our fans as butt nuggets, which I took from the digits. Um, I, oh, <laughs> that's, you know what? That's, uh, yeah, write in and let us know if you want to be called that. I mean, just, uh, well, and, and maybe wait and we'll, we'll, like when you're mailing out all those big Texas cinnamon rolls next week, we can just send it to the butt nugget mailing list. Um, I was going to rip on the digits for the spelling of their band name, and it was just a bad video. But then I looked it up, and they're from Mattoon, Illinois, population 16,000, halfway between Indy and St. Louis. Um, And then also the hometown to one of your favorite sports writers, Will Leach, creator of Gawker Media. (laughs) Oh, yes. That's a... um, the lead of Ford and Ozzy, I, I did enjoy that they confused. They, they thought this could be Meatloaf instead of Ozzy. The lighting would have suggested yeah. this such. This was actually Lita Ford's biggest commercial hit. Um, and she was the house guitar player on Han- Howie Mandel's talk show, by the way. Okay. <laughs> In 1992. Right. Um, yeah, that's pretty much Didn't have anything for De La Soul. So, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was an okay. Damn it. Of music yeah, videos. yeah, I liked the butt nuggets thing, and like, because yeah, it starts because they refer to the singer as Colonel Sanders' son, and like, Butthead <laughs> offers Beavis his own brand of uh, fried butt nuggets, which Beavis first passes simply by saying, "I'm not that hungry," <laughs> but eventually he seems to turn because Butthead offers him regular or cool ranch, and <laughs> man, and after I mean, after hearing about that Truth or Dare game, this one really adds a 
even grosser new element to this relationship. Um, Yeah, they kind of go after Ozzy for taking a wuss rock route here. Yeah, compared to to both Meatloaf and the Indigo Girls, which um, (laughs) I kind of got. Yeah, and um, I'm I'm sorry to go with more personal anecdotes here, but this is from both of our past, Adam, because I do love... Um, they're just talking during the Dale Soul video, and then there's just a stunned delight, st- stunned stunned delight. I don't know if it was clear that I said, but uh, when just when a butt just appears on the screen, and I feel like you know, there's probably many stories of these because you know we still were growing up towards at least the tail end of the music video era. But I specifically remember both of us kind of geeking out. Uh, when Fiona Apple took her shirt off in the video for Criminal. Oh, wow. And that's what I thought about. So I went back and watched it. And, like, dude, like, her back is to the camera. It's just, <laughs> I mean, which is like, dude, like, you could see her shoulder blades and everything. But. Hey, man, that's growing up. And uh, when all you got is yeah. basic cable. <laughs> yeah. And let's, I mean, let's not dispute the cuteness of young Fiona Apple either. Okay. But, I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to argue that. Okay. But, um, well, uh, I was trying to think of a choke word play. I don't have it. We're getting the bad endings out of the way at the halfway point. We'll be back with blood pressure. an oldie but a goodie i'll take it yeah okay well now what, what do you got uh, give us give us a background on blood pressure adam Our did you even do this day. for the first one i don't even think you do you're so out of it i i don't even remember if you gave us when it was released and when it was aired yeah i did okay yeah, i just wasn't paying attention yeah well, who's out of it now yeah, like they, let's just the guy who drafted two kickers and one quarterback in our fantasy football league busting me for wow. being inattentive. Man, the butt send nuggets. Adam hate mail for that. That's dumb. The butt nuggets anyway. are not going to be happy about this. You'll be hearing about this. <laughs> All right. So I like that they're already picking sides between the two of us. Blood pressure aired November twenty third, nineteen ninety five, and. It is season six, episode six. Beavis gets his arm stuck inside a blood pressure machine, and it's up to Butthead to save him. Clay, I know you've got low energy, but you've got big dick energy in my heart. Give it away. What do you got here? <laughs> the in my heart thing. Kind of. <laughs> I don't know if that was needed, but I'm glad I had it. This one gets off to a great start uh, with the boys looking at condoms, I love that, you know, uh, Butthead points out that someday they'll all be on a wiener. He's like, well, you know where they go after that. And I love the great touch. Like, you see Beavis, like, roll his eyes up because he's really thinking about it. <laughs> and then he and then it, it clicks. He's always just, you know, just always a step step slow. But um, they see the uh, the blood pressure machine. And I I still, I definitely feel like I remember a time, at least growing up, where... The blood pressure machine at the local drugstore was something that you you did. I oh I, I even did it a few times, and I hate being confined, but I can remember just like oh let's go see like do they have those anymore? That's what I was thinking. Like, did those even I exist? 
I, you know, I don't look for them and I don't feel like when I'm in drugstores that I see kids running towards them. But yeah, that definitely was a thing just, or at least where we grew up, maybe we were just as dumb as Beavis and Butthead, but, um, yeah, they, they get the idea to, uh, you know, use the blood pressure machine. I don't know what they were going to do with the information, but naturally, uh, the machine goes berserk and, uh, Beavis gets his arm stuck and um, neither one of them can figure out the clearly identified emergency release valve. <laughs> so um, they, I guess they have to try to find out a way to get him out. And this one, uh, I, I hate to present myself as too much of a baby. This didn't affect me the way Choke did, but there's still those hard moments like to watch one because, yeah, I have, I'm kind of claustrophobic and stuff. like So being confined like that kind of scares me too. But also the sight of Butthead trying to pull Beavis out, like by the fingers, trying to pull him forward. It was really funny. And yet, like, also another one, just like, God, will you stop? If you ran into somebody choking while taking their blood pressure, you'd really be in a world of hurt. I, uh, it's, they, yeah, they'd be just like, <laughs> if you're screaming with your eyes for me to help, I'm sorry. You're as good as dead. But, um, so, yeah, Butthead just kind of walks around the store to try to find help. And naturally, like Beavis, he gets distracted first with uh, the free pizza sample lady um, who gives him a small slice, which he calls a ripoff because it's small. And then he complains because I think it was just a cheese pizza. And he complains how he likes uh, toppings and stuff. And then the next shot, we just see him walking away with a full tray that the lady clearly just gave him so he would leave her alone and let her do her job. Um, and then he, he winds up with a bag of diapers. <laughs> and we get another, like, nice uh, laughing through the pain moment where he shows Beavis, who's like, you know, you hear just, like, the machine beeping and him, like, like frantically panicked. But he sees just, just the sight of seeing diapers. Just, like, <laughs> it, it makes him laugh. But, um but it it only keeps him entertained for long, and he sends Butthead away because he naturally forgot what he was doing. So he goes to find chainsaws. Um, so he gets to the hardware aisle. He sees screws and just goes, <laughs> screws. And then <laughs> then walks up to a uh, just a very cheery worker in the hardware section. And the guy asks if, if there's a tool he can help him find. And then Butthead just on cue, just <laughs> tool. <laughs> And I love too, like we just get this nervous <laughs> oh, from the, the worker who's just clearly the sound of a guy just like, oh God, I have entered into a conversation I want nothing to do with. Like the pizza lady, basically just what's it going to take to get this guy away? Um, he deters uh, Beavis from, or he deters Butthead from using a chainsaw, but gives him a handsaw. <laughs> So he walks by and tries to slice through his arm in the machine, which is still going off, before a pharmacist, who I don't know how he hadn't heard it up to this point, finally. I mean, the machine's beeping loudly the whole time, but he finally goes away and uh, breaks Beavis out um, and, uh, yeah, lets him go and uh, gets to the ending that, uh, I don't know, I, I mean, I liked it up to this point. I thought the ending was a little hit and miss. Like, yeah, it's... Very funny and unnerving, yeah, to watch Butthead trying to cut through that. Um, but, like, with the pharmacist, well, he noticed that Beavis's blood pressure is 400 over 300. <laughs> so he gives him pills, and he's, like, like just talking out about it. And 
mentioning Beavis's need to relax and sit on the couch, to which Beavis's reply is just, give me the pills, give me the pills. Like, I, I, I don't know, I guess this is like a nitpick, but like, I, it wasn't really a, like an anger thing. Like, I didn't quite understand why he was snapping at him that way. Um, but, uh, and then we kind of get sort of the similar thing. Um, except it's not, not that normal switcheroo where like one of them's in that in confinement and then it happens again. No, Beavis tries, can't operate the, uh, push down on the pills. They fall into the sewer. He reaches in, tries to pull them out and he gets stuck again and the episode ends. Um, so yeah, I liked it. I just, I, I don't know that the ending's necessarily bad. I just, I don't know. I, I, it didn't really click with me all that much, but, um, but some good stuff all around. But uh, Adam, what's your stance on I, blood pressure? I think I relate to the guy, um, the uh, assistant who has to help him uh, at, when he, in, in the tool area. Just those yeah. those laughs are just like, ah, <laughs> please just stop talking and, and move yeah. along. Like we all have those, and I feel like I. I in customer service and whatever you do, you get in those conversations. It's like, just hurry this up and please get away from me. Yeah. Um, so really related. But to he him. seemed almost a little threatened. Like, <laughs> yeah. and I don't think it probably helped that Butthead was asking for chainsaws either. I just like that. I'll just put these away for you with the diapers. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to Butthead offered a cha- an exchange and yes. told the guy yes. you could poop in them. Uh, Beavis' uh, blood pressure being 400 over 300 made me laugh. Again, 120 over 80 is normal. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I will say, though, the pharmacist seemed, I mean, he noticed, but he seemed a little casual for a revelation of 400 over 300. I am, uh, I just, next time I'm at a uh, big megalomart or a chain, I am going to look for a blood pressure machine. I think they're still there. I want to say they're still there. I want to know. Will if you use it? I I have. I just don't know if you have a blood pressure problem. Why are you going to a grocery store like like oh, stumbling upon? It's, you know what? It's free. I, I assume that, but like I, I I guess we could comment on America's healthcare system at a different time. But yeah, I just, oh, yeah, I, 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 are you sure? It sounds like you got some hot button con- um, statements you want to make here, Adam. I don't want to upset any butt nuggets, so. I'm just going to uh, keep it to okay. myself at this point. You know, uh, even Republican butt nuggets buy shoes. <laughs> that means. Um, <laughs> you said pretty much everything. I I didn't know if the 400 of 300 was a malfunction and the pharmacist is just an idiot. You know, that's what I was I was contemplating at the end. 400 over 300. His heart would be exploding. Like, it's, yeah. Like, I, I, would, I, th- I took it as a mal. I mean, because the whole thing is centered around the machine malfunction. But so why yeah, give I him the pills? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you might need a little more than... <laughs> than so, uh, just like, I, I don't know. Once every four hours, yeah, medis- medical situation. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have much to add to that, Clay. You hit pretty much all the points I did. I, d- I enjoyed the Defense knockoff brand of the diapers. Yes, yes. Um, and it's really, I'm very immature, you are still, but I think a lot of people get a lot of mileage out of adult diapers. And uh, it's still a, uh, 
I, I don't know what a percentage of Americans wear them, but it's still funny nonetheless. So. There's, there's, so, there's something unfunny. There's something very funny about incontinence. Yes, there, there, I don't there know is. what it is. But. I'm sure it's terrible. So um, there were. Three- <laughs> yeah, that's probably a safe bet. <laughs> Uh, was I wrong? There was only two videos with Toadie's Possum Kingdom and Ned's Atomic Dustbin. All I ask of myself is that I hold it together. No, there was also Pigskin Parade by Die Cheerleader. Well, I missed that one. I didn't. That wasn't on the oh, video I watched. Man. So well, I'm unpre- well, uh, the Toadie's video we already dis- discussed in a very special episode. Um, Atomic Dustbin um, has a shot of like guys packed in a car. They always talk about. Uh, relatable shame beavis asking if he should be ashamed for getting wood during like a car ride and i mean am i wrong in saying that that's unfortunately relatable oh, well, at least I, I i'm going like bus rides more yeah, than anything, the bus bounce the bus yeah. bones <laughs> yeah but yeah there's that one and also beavis i love really good and this you can always tell mike judge having fun with like Beavis's manic energy because he just he starts doing a demolition derby ad <laughs> just really well done and just like a lot like that you'd hear on TV like TV and uh, I like naturally Butthead just cuts him down and tells him to shut up and, um, and his, uh, voice too, his voice is too that? high to do that That's yeah I, I yeah I just I I you know what we'll play the clip at the end we'll let people oh, decide nice. but I I I, I enjoyed Be- uh, Beavis's work there. And uh, die cheerleader die. Um, I just starts out with people on a couch, and I just love buttheads. Just like, oh no, people on a couch, which <laughs> just kind exactly. of you know, yeah, very much a post friends cliche, I guess. And um, well, we also, um, well, you missed out on just kind of like we know where a certain piece of Beavis and Butthead media got its name because uh, Butthead refers to Beavis as King Turd. Which, you know, eventually there's a big collection called the King Turd Collection of Beavis and Butthead. And uh, naturally, upon hearing that, Beavis says, King called King Turd sounds like a compliment. But, uh, yeah. Well, um, the only thing I could add to that is Ned's Atomic Dustbin. They have two bass players. And if you looked at a picture of that band, I know you wouldn't want to talk to the lead singer. I know he was in the video. <laughs> But man, the promo shots, it's just like, oh God, that's just a guy I don't want to talk to. Okay. So, well I hope he's he, not he, a listener. Yeah. Well well, yeah, it's just, does he, oh well now are we gonna alienate Ned's atomic dust bin fans? But Wait. does he look like the type of guy who would start a band with two bass players? Because yes. I was I was off him once he said that. <laughs> so take a gander. Uh, that's your homework. Come back next week and I wanna know if I'm right. So Okay, will do. Um, all right, we're at the end, Adam. Best episode. I think it's hands down, Choke. I, I I really enjoyed that from start to finish with the, oi, my fingers and my bomb. Like that got off on the right bit. And then the, I always call it a Stooges ending, but a classic ending of uh, just uh, Beavis picking up the nugget that Butthead was choking on. Uh, a lot to like in that from Loose Dog Stool to Stewart. It was all choke all the way for me. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll acknowledge it might be the better episode, but it's just, yeah, like, again, all all of my, I don't even know if they're criticisms, it's just... Can't do it. It's not not an episode that I uh, 
Well, I, again, I could say, oh, I can't watch it, even though uh, I hand-selected this episode. Because I really did, it's kind of interesting to talk about just certain things like that. But yeah, just for that reason, you know, I don't think Blood Pressure is a classic, but I would watch it over Choke. So uh, we have another one of our big divisions here, Adam. Uh, it's man, the tension, I can cut it with a knife. We'll ask the button, well, another one for the butt nuggets to, to pick sides. You sit back strap it down here i'll let people know how they can get a hold of us and what's coming on next at butthole and joe on twitter you can get a hold of us on facebook Uh, just search buff coat and beaver and buff Buff coat and beaver pod buff coat and beaver pod at gmail.com as well next week we'll be talking about shortcuts and special delivery where beavis and butthead get lost Play any last things to make this episode longer than it needs to be. Um, you know, I'm feeling a little better. Do you want me to try like a high energy uh, version of yes. the opening bit? I feel like I could do it now. Okay. So we'll just, yeah. <clears throat> just just imagine if you didn't hear this, like you and the listeners. And, all right. Listeners who may have noticed my boisterous on-air persona may be surprised to learn that I once suffered from shyness so severe I was forced to repeat kindergarten. It's true. In fact, it got so bad, my teacher, Mrs. Hetzman, actually called my parents and told them, I think your boy may need to leave the classroom and join the band Kajagoogoo. I'm telling you, he's simply too shy. Um, I preferred the low energy one. That one sucked oh. balls. Oh. Wow. <laughs> okay. Is Miss Hetzman still alive? Yes, I ran into her not too long okay. ago. She looks the exact same. She was sweet as ever, gave me a hug. Asked about my whole family. She was phenomenal. So phenomenal. That's nice. Uh, Kindergarten teacher. Looked great. It was great scene. Yes. I have have two uh, Miss Hensman stories. Once, uh, you know, I mean, when I say I was too shy, I mean, I literally once didn't ask to use permission to use the restroom in a kindergarten class where the restroom was in the classroom. (laughs) So she had to clean up my urine. So feel bad for that. But in fourth grade, she also uh, gave me third place in the softball toss on field day when i clearly beat garrett Moulter for second so you know next time in 20 years when i run into her again i'll bring that up see if we can okay well it's i mean clearly there's still bitterness but um yeah i think a decent enough ending so goodbye nuggets Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunset Speedway presents the Dukes of Dirt Derby. The Barons of Bash, the Kings of Crash, and the Smash Up Derby Spectacular with chills, thrills, and bone-crunching spills. Take a time space for the whole feat, but you'll only need the edge. Ah! <laughs> Shut up, Venus. <laughs> Your voice is too high to do that. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Shut up, Bottle. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You have a high voice, Venus. Shut up, buddy. I don't talk like that.